רבותיי, ברוכים הבאים. ערב שבת קודש, we're studying the Haftarot. This series of Haftarot has been dedicated by our good friend Mr. Freddy Kassab and his wife Yvette. לעילו נשמת יעקב בן שרה ועל יצחק בן מזל. רוח השם תניחם בגן עדן. אמן. And much success to our sponsor. רבותיי, these Haftarot that we're learning now are part of a series of haftarot that are called Shavd Nehamata, the seven haftarot of Nehamah, of consolation. These are arguably the most important haftarot because the, the regular takana of the haftarah was we learned in the times of the Greeks that they didn't allow us to read the Sefer Torah. So the Hachamim uh, instituted to read the haftarah, a chapter from the Nevi'im that has some connection to the, uh, to the perashah. However, the Shabd Nehamata is different. These are menadin, you have to read these. It's not me'en the perashah, it's me'en a me'orah. This is me'en the, uh, the day. So these after all are very, very, very serious. They're on a very, very higher, higher level than the regular haftarot. We're in haftarat ekev, it's the second of the seven of consolation. The haftarah that we read today comes from Yeshaya. In Perek uh, Memtet, uh, again, after the great devastation of the Qurban, B'nai Yisrael needed to be consoled, and Akadosh Baruch Hu, again through the Prophet in this week's Perasha, comes along and reminds us that He never leaves us, and even though that we feel abandoned and we feel forgotten, Akadosh Baruch Hu will tell us. Does a mother forget a child? She doesn't. And even if she does forget the child, I won't forget you. And B'nai Israel will come along and say, we feel like we're divorced. And God would say, where's the divorce paper? Oh, I never divorced you, I'll never divorce you. And things like that. There's a feeling that we felt abandoned. And the Kadir Baruch has to come along and say, you're not abandoned, I'm always with you. We had a, uh, a rough time. And then at the end, the Prophet is going to uh, give us a rebuke. That if you make the Shuvah, Borel can bring the Geulah in one second. Borel did so many great things. He split the sea. He brought down uh, great kingdoms. You think it's a small thing. You think it's a difficult thing for Kadosh Baruch Hu to bring the Geulah. He can bring it in a second. If we earn it and deserve it and make the Shuvah. That's basically the skeleton of the, uh, of the Haftarah. But Tomer Sion, Sion is Yerushalayim. Azavani Hashem. God has left me, Hashem shechehani, and God has forgotten me. That's what Sion says. Sion is us. That's B'nai Israel, people of Jerusalem. They feel like, uh, you know, God doesn't remember them. So HaKadosh Baruch Hu comes back. Hatishkah isha ula. Does a baby forget a little, does a, does a, does a wife, does a, does a mother forget her child? Mirachem ben bitna, does she forget to have mercy? On Ben Bitna, what comes out of her womb? Gam Ele, Tishkahna. The Nabi says, even sometimes they do forget. Which means a mother doesn't always remember the child. Uh, sometimes the mother, uh, for example, in the olden days, if you remember, they used to have carriages, you know, those big carriages. And when a lady would go into the store, the society was different those days. You could leave the stroller outside with the baby in it, and you would go in, and you come out, and the baby's there. So for those moments when the lady's in the store, her mind is on the shopping. She, she forgets. So a Baruch Hu says, even a mother 
from time to time. But doesn't a mother go on vacation sometimes? And she leaves the baby with a babysitter. And uh, her mind is off the children for a moment. So Borei Olam says, Gam Even they will forget their children. Not in a bad way. That's the Teba Olam. <laughs> but I never forget you. Which means, Borei Olam says, there's never a Heseh There's never a lapse. There's never a moment where I forget you. A mother will forget her child. But I will never forget you. Uh, and then the pasuk comes along and says, "So much so, en al kapayim hakotich." I placed you on my kapot, on my palm. The palm is always in front of a person; it's always uncovered. So, Borei Olam says, "En al kapayim hakotich," as if you're engraved on my palm, and therefore it's always to, rem- to be reminded. Homotayich negdi tamid. Your destroyed walls are in front of my eyes constantly. That's the first three Pesukim Rabotai. Let's take a pause here. And let's look at these Pesukim through the eyes of Hazal. So, the first Hazal we quote today is the Gemara Berachot, page 32. And the Gemara comes along and says that B'nai Yisrael tell HaKadosh Baruch Hu Amra Lefanav, Reboros Shil Olam Ho'il ve'en shekha keneged kisei kevodecha you don't forget anything. Shema lo li ma'aseh ha'eger. Maybe you're not going to forget ma'aseh ha'eger. Amar la gam ele tishkachna. Ele means ele elohecha Yisrael. So God said, don't worry, gam ele tishkachna. Amra lefanav, lebono shel olam, hu'il v'yesh shikha lefnech yisipukhdecha. Now we see you do forget things. Shema tishkach li ma'aseh har Sinai. Maybe you're going to forget what happened har Sinai. But Anuchi, meaning Anuchi Hashem Eloecha, lo eshkachech. So therefore, uh, uh, we read the Pasuk uh, like this again. So when the Pasuk comes as Gam Ele Tishkachna, meaning I'll forget Maase Ele, Ele Elohecha, the Anuchi, but the Anuchi Hashem Eloecha, lo eshkach. So the Ben Ishai comes along in his perush in Birkat Hayim, and he asks a simple question. He said, what does it mean? Is, is, is there Maso Panim over here? What do you mean? God says, don't worry. I won't remember the bad stuff. I'll only remember the good stuff. What do you mean? There's no favoritism over here. If we did something bad, you have to pay the price. So God's coming and say, don't worry about it. We'll put the, uh, I'll erase the memory on the Masih again. Furthermore, he asks a question. The Lashon of the Gemara is that the Jewish people were concerned Maybe you're going to forget Ma'aseh Sinai. That's Lashon Gemara. Shemet Tishkahli Ma'aseh Sinai. What was the Ma'aseh? What was the Ma'aseh of Sinai? The Ma'aseh said we were passive. I mean, we stood at the mountain, we said Na'aseh Nishma. But what's the, what's, there's a Ma'aseh over here. So the Benish Hai says something beautiful. He says that when HaKadosh Baruch Hu went to all the nations, in order to receive the Torah, they refused. Why did they refuse? They refused for good reason. Because they knew if they accept the Torah, with the Torah you're accepting liability. You're accepting onish, you're accepting punishment. We met seven mitzvot, okay, seven mitzvot we can handle that, we're going to be responsible for 365 lavin, and if we don't fulfill them, we're going to get the onish. They didn't. When HaKadimah came to us, knowing the liability, knowing what we're getting ourselves into, and what did we say? Na'asev and That was a great zikhut for us 
it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a zechut that we did, that no nation was willing to take that uh, responsibility. So therefore, the Benish High writes, Bore Olam did that on purpose. So we'll always have an excuse, Kibyachot, to tell God if we make mistakes. Listen, Bore Olam, we accepted it. We accepted knowing that we're going to get into trouble. So you have to give us a. Uh... So he says, that's called Maaseh Har Sinai. Maaseh Har Sinai is the Maaseh that a Kadosh Baruch Hu went from nation to nation and they refused and we accepted. So Bore Olam says, Maaseh Har Sinai. I'll never forget that. And because I'll never forget that, I will forget the Egan. That's, that's a redeeming fact why I'll forget the Egan. Because, you listen, know, you have to give B'nai Israel credit. They accepted themselves great liability with the, with the mitzvah. Nobody was willing to accept. So the story of the Ben Ishai is, he says, They didn't want to accept the Torah. Now you're going to punish us because we accepted it? Uh, we thought we could do it. You know, we, 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 we made the best effort. Ah, so Baruch Hu says, Adraba, because you accepted the Torah, Ma'aseh Sinai, I don't forget. And that's the reason. Now I'll forget. Furthermore, Abotai, Bore Olam comes along and says, Hen al kapayim hakotich. There's a long dirash, not for the haftarah, she was, we try to get the gist of the haftarah. But the mefarashim over here and the sefarim kedoshim, they say something unbelievable. They say that HaKadosh Baruch Hu gave us a mitzvah of tefillin. And we know we have mitzvah of tefillin shel rosh, and we have tefillin shel yad. So the tefillin shel rosh is always begalui. That's the one we see. Tefillin shel yad is on the arm. Pe'amim nir'eh, pe'amim enun nir'eh. It depends if you have your sleeve up or down. You don't always see. So the Mepharshim explained that the tefillin shel rosh represents the giluya shekhinah. When the shekhinah is v'ra'u karameha ares ki shem Hashem nekra alecha v'yaru'u mimekka. That's when the shekhinah is b'tgalya. That's when we have the Bet HaMikdash. The tefillin shel yad represents the... Shekhinah uh, behester, and behester panim shekhinah says you don't you don't see it. So therefore, Kadosh Baruch Hu says yes. But even at the time of tefillin sheliad, there's a part of the tefillin sheliad that always is revealed. And what's that? That's the part that's on the hand. And which part that's on the hand? The part that's on the finger. Ve'erastichli le'olam ve'erastichli besinurad ve'erastichli bechaz be'olam ve'erastichli ve'adat et Hashem. This, the Mekubalim write, is the ring finger of HaKadosh Baruch Hu that is marrying us. The, the three straps is Kibyachu like a, a marriage, a stich, a rusin. So the Baruch Hu says, even at the time of the Hurban, and even though we don't have to finish Shirosh in that sense, but Hen al Kapayim Hakotich, Al Kapayim Hakotich, I branded you on the arm. Which means whenever we put on the tefillin shaliyah, the three straps in the more that reminds us that even begalut, Baruch Hu says the marriage is on. The marriage is on. Oh, so the Ben Ishai comes along and says, well, where do we see in the pasuk hen al kapayim hakotich that this is a remis to tefillin? So what does the Torah refer to tefillin? Veshamarta etachuka hazot demoada. And therefore, hen al kapayim. What's on the kapayim? Hakotich, the mitzvah that's called the hog. And that's referring to the tefillin.
the tefillin shel yad. And actually, if you remember, Hakadosh Baruch Hu, when he told Moshe Rabbeinu at the burning bush, that's the way the secularists say. We say the snare, the burning bush. The point is, so they came along and he said, and God says, asher And the Mekubalim say, was asher God was saying they're going to be the final uh, uh, redemption. That's asher So, uh, so Moshe Rabbeinu says. But this is not the final redemption. There's, there's going to be galut after. Oh, so don't tell him Ehiyeh, Tell him Ehiyeh. Tell him money. What's the pshat? The Rambam writes that there's 21 shemot of Havaya in the Tefillin Shilyad, and there's 21 shemot Havaya in the Shalosh. It's the same parashiyot. Altogether 42. So Kadosh Baruch Hu says, tell them that in the final exile, it's going to be Ehiyeh, Ehiyeh, Ehiyeh. It's going to be Be'inat Tefillin Shilyad. But now, you don't have to be in Shalosh. Ehiyeh Shilachani. It's only Tefillin Shilyad. The Haftarah comes along and says, but which part of the Tefillin Shilyad? Not the part that's covered. That even at the time of the Galut, where you have Tefillin, we don't have a, a, a Shekhinah Be'et Galiyah, you still have the three uh, 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 straps on the thing, which is critical, which incidentally, by the way, many of the post, my Surah Moshe Feinstein, when he put on his Tefillin, Zekha Sadiq Be'Kadosh Mulacha, he put on the Yad, he put the box, and then he goes straight to the to the uh, to, to the ritzuot. they believe that the seven ritzuot is like a minhag. The main ritzuot is the three ritzuot on the on the finger. In any event, that's a them is uh, to that concept. And Hakadosh Baruch Hu is still with us, and the marriage is uh, is forever. So the prophet says, "Lift your eyes, Batzion, Uri Kulam." Look at all your children. Nikbetsu ba'ulach. By the time of the Mashiach, the Jews are going to start to come to Eretz Israel from all the four corners of the world. Probably this prophecy has started to come to fruition already. They're trickling in slowly, slowly. The world is getting, uh, you know, crowded and uh, uncomfortable for Jews. And slowly, slowly, you see Europe decided to come to Eretz Israel. You see people of North America that have presence in Eretz Israel. So the pasuk says. Eventually, Uri Kulam Nikbesu Ba'ulach Hai Anini Umashem Kikulam Kaadi Tilbashi. They're going to come dressed with Takshitim, which means that Israel is going to be uh, like adorned by the Jewish people, Utkashirim Kakala, and they're going to be adorned like a, like a bride. Ki Harbotaich Vishomotaich Veeris Arusatech, which says, You're worried. You're worried about. Maybe these cities are going to remain destroyed forever. Ki Now that you're going to see the redemption, Titsri Mi Yoshev. It's unbelievable. Not only is it going to be so many people, but Titsri Mi Yoshev means it's going to be overcrowded in Israel. There's going to be so many people, Titsri Mi Yoshev. They're not going to have enough, uh, enough, enough space, which of course the Hachavim say, it is going to have to expand. There's not going to be enough room. Tesrimi Yoshev. V'rahaku me'bale'ayich. And all those that are trying to swallow you up, V'rahaku. All the enemies are going to be ousted. And it comes along and says, O'n yomeru be'oznayich. Rabotai, you're going to hear this one day in your ears. B'nei shikulayich. The Jews, the children that were abandoned, the children that were uh, 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 bereft, you know what they're going to say? Sardi hamakom. There's no room in Eretz Israel. Baruch Hashem, the Israel is packed. Everyone's coming back. Geshali, please make room for me. Ve'esheva, so I can sit. Jesus, there's going to be so much uh, people. They're going to have to uh, ask people to 
you know, to make space, which is a good thing. And you're going to say, and you're going to say to yourself, how did this happen? I didn't have any future, I didn't have any children. Galmuda, I didn't have a, a, a husband, the Shekhinah left me. Where did I get all these children from? I was Gola. Gola means I was in Galut from place to place. Suda. Suda means everybody was saying, Suda, the men, ah, the Jews, get away from us. Everybody's kicking us out from place to place. I was alone. The Jews are always alone. How did this happen? The Prophet comes up and says, I'm going to lift my hand up to the Guim. Arim Nisi, and to the nations, I'm going to, uh, you know, lift my my uh, my flag. Veheviu banayich bechosin. The goyim are going to bring us to Eretz Yisrael, which means they're going to carry us in our with the corners of our garments. Ubnotayich and our daughters al kateftin asena, which means they're going to bring us to Eretz Yisrael. They're going to uh, 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 bring bring us back. Vehayu, the pasuk comes along and predicts. You, you wonder how this can come true, this pasu, but we believe in the Nevi'im. Lo nafal davar echad, mikol devaro, hashed diber arza. No word falls to the floor. Here it says, ve'ayu melachim o menayich. Kings are going to be your servants and raise you. Ve'sadotehem and their princesses, menikirtayich, are going to be your wet nurses. It's unbelievable, though. Could you imagine the, 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 the king uh, is going to come and be the servant of B'nai Israel? The princess is going to be the, 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 the wet nurse. They're going to bow. They're going to bow to you. And they're going to lick the floor. They're going to lick the dirt that you walk on. And then you'll know that I am Hashem, trustworthy. That those that put their uh, trust in me, they're not going to be, they're not going to be shamed. So that's the first part of the Haftar Arabotai. First part of the Haftar says, everybody's going to come back, and it's going to be in a, um, it's going to, going to be in a great, uh, a great way. Fine. Now the Nabi goes on to say, Hayukah, oh, so the Guim now have a claim. The Guim's claim is, hey, but Olam, you're taking away all our wealth. You're taking away all our power. And that's not uh, fair. So the Pasuk says, Hayukah Megibor Malkawah. Do you take from the Gibor uh, all the spoils of the war? Be'im Shevi Tzadik, which means if somebody conquered something Betzedek, Betzadik, Yimalet, are they going to take it from him? She's the to come and say, why are you taking all this away from us? Yes, even those things that you took into captivity, Gibor Yukah will be taken away because God says, I'm stronger than you. Umalkawah, and that which we take, Aritz. Aritz means you didn't take it honestly, you took it uh, dishonestly. And therefore, your claim is that you say, No, the Jews deserved it, we took them uh, 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 rightfully. Says, no. You did it, Aritz. You did it, Shalom Betzedek. And therefore, you malet. We're going to take it back. Ve'et yiribech anochi ariv. What Olam says, I am going to fight your, uh, I'm going to fight your wars. Ve'et banayich, 
Anochi Oshia. But he says, don't worry, I'm going to save you from Umot Ha'olam. I'm going to eat up the Umot, the nations of the world that curse you. Monayich, meaning Melashon Lotonu, that they abuse you verbally. Monayich. Et Besaram, I'm going to have the birds eat their flesh. Ve'achalti et monayich. Et besaram, meaning the of Hashemayim. Ve'cheasis, that's like sweet wine. Damam, yishkarun. The birds are going to get drunk from the blood of our enemies. Ve'yadiru kol basar, and all flesh mankind will know. Ki ani Hashem moshiach v'goalech. God says, I am your Redeemer and your Savior, Abid Yaakov. Ko aman Hashem. Bole Olam says, B'nai Yisrael, they come along and it looks like we received a get from God. So we say, uh, God says, Is this sifr kiritut? Did I give you a sifr kiritut? Did I give you a get? That you're claiming that I left you? Imechem, kinesi Yisrael, asher shilachtiha? Omi minnoshai asher macharti etchem lo? Did I sell you as a collateral? That I owe somebody money and therefore I gave you as a collateral? And therefore I can't redeem you? says, that's not the case. The reason why this happened to you is because because of your sins, the Shekhinah was sent away. Which means I did not divorce you. You were sent away because of uh, because of Averot. Rav on this Pasuk over here, he talks about uh, the Inyan of Gitin for a second. And uh, he comes along and he says that although Gitin sometimes is necessary, people have to get divorced, sometimes it just doesn't work out. But he comes along and he says, and he bemoans the fact, why does it have to always be so dirty? A person has to separate, okay, didn't work out, the Torah allows uh, a way out. But why does it have to be battles in court and the secular courts which create tremendous halul Hashem? And they fight for the custody of the kids and they fight for all sorts of money. And the Gemara says that when uh, a couple gets divorced, no, and when there's children, so it says, Mizbeah the Mizbeah cries. So Rav Pam came along and said that why does the Mizbeah cry? Why, why doesn't the Shulchan cry? Why doesn't the, why doesn't the Menorah cry? So he says, because the Mizbeah represents sacrifices, korbanot. And in a divorce, there's korbanot. And he says, who's the korbanot many times? The children. So the Mizbeah is bocheh, because the Mizbeah says, ah, we know what korbanot is. We know, we know what, what does it mean to sacrifice. The children become the korban. Now, it's a less of a korban if it's done amicably. But unfortunately, it gets caught up. He tells a story of a rav that... See, but it's important to stick these ideas in the Haftarah. So we get a little hashkafa uh, of the Gedolim. He says, so he, the guy went to the rabbi, and he said, listen, our marriage, we tried, it's not working out, we need a get. So uh, the rabbi says, well, t- tell, me, tell me what you're writing a get for. What do you need a get for? He said, please, it's not working out, it's not good. She's my wife still. I'm going to talk about uh, 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 my wife. I don't, please don't make me talk about my wife in a negative way. It's not going to work. Fine. So the rabbi gives the get. So he says, okay, now I gave the get. Could you tell me the reason? 
He says, she has to get remarried. I'm going to badmouth a, a girl now that's about to say. So I was unbelievable. Look at this. This is the way it gets should be done. They're not looking to smash her, bury her, and put her in the ground, or vice versa. Okay, it didn't work out. Kapara. So he says, that's a, a, a great a great musar, that even on a, on a breakup, there's a, uh, there's a Torah way of doing these things over here. Vadu'a bati. Oh, the famous Dirash. Vadu'a bati ve'en ish. The Navi comes along and says, Why did I come? And I called you. Ve'en ish. Nobody's coming to make Teshuvah. Karati. I called upon you. Ve'en one. Nobody's answering me. Ha'katsor katsraya dime pedut. God says, Do you think I'm limited to bring you redemption? You don't think I could save you? He says, Which means, in one moment, I was able to dry up the yam in Mitzrayim. I could dry it up. I could turn rivers into dry land. The fish will die, and the stench of the dead fish will, 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 will be very strong. Without water. Without water. And the fish will die in, 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 without water. But the point is, what Elam says, it's easy for me. It's easy for me to redeem you. Do you want to redeem you? In one second, I can redeem you. But I, not, I can't do it. Why? Because of the... Uh, because of the Averot. Albish Hashamayim Kadrut. In one second, I can put a black cloud over the sky. Vesak Asim Kesutam. And I could put sackcloth on our enemies. Sorry, um, you're going to lose power for a little bit, is that right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. So now, you resume, I go. Ah, the generator. Okay, we might lose power for a minute, a couple of times, so please be patient. So therefore, Bori Olam says, of course I can redeem you. It's very easy, but nobody's listening. Of course, the famous Gemara, the Gemara says that if a person is accustomed to coming to the minyan every day, and one day he doesn't show up, so Kadosh Baruch Hu says, Madua bati ve'en ish. Why did I come to the minyan ve'en ish? Karati ve'en one. It's referring to the tenth guy. Because all you need is one more guy to answer. So karati ve'en one, meaning there's nobody to answer, because you only have nine people. And the Pasuk comes along and says, Adonai Elohim natandi leshon limudim. The Prophet comes along and says, Listen, God gave me good way of talking. Baruch Hashem, Lada'at, La'ut et Ya'ef, in order to, to teach the, uh, the people that are uh, tired and hungry, meaning spiritually, Dabar. Ya'ir baboker baboker. Every single morning, Boreolam Ya'ir di Ozen. Boreolam reveals to me in my, uh, in my ear, Lishmoa kalimudin to teach like teach you like students. Adonai Eloim patahli ozen. But Olam gave me uh, uh, prophecies. Va'anuchi lo mariti achor lo nusigoti. I did not uh, 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 limit my shlichut, uh, which means even though it happened, the people were fighting the prophet, especially Yeshaya when he gave Musar. Uh, the people had claims against him. So the Prophet says, Lo I didn't go backwards, I always went forwards. And the Prophet says, lemakim. The people would hit me. I would give them my back. Let them hit me. I'm giving the word of God. I gave my cheek. They wanted to smack me, I didn't turn. I gave my cheek, let them hit me. 
Panay lo estarti. I did not hide my face mekalmut from uh, from from from, uh, from shame varok. And even sometimes they even spat on him. The pasuk says, "I'm not worried." The prophet says, "Vadonai loim yazordi." Who's going to protect me and help me? I didn't take it personal. And my face, when I gave rebuke to the people, like a rock. And I know ultimately that Hashem is going to help me and save me. My Savior is a Kadosh Baruch Matzdiki that protects me. So when they fight me, I'm not worried about it. Which means, Anybody that has a, 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 a claim against me, let them come. I'm, I'm working for God. The prophet, I'm not worried. You have claims against me? I'm with Hashem. Which means, the only one that can make me guilty is not you, is God. And all those that rise against me, the Prophet, they will uh, wither away like a garment that uh, gets, uh, gets old and gets, uh, you know, all uh, uh, to pieces. Ash, yochelem, like the, uh, the tolaat is going to swallow it. Okay, so that's the second part, the third part of the Haftarah. The last part of the Haftarah... The prophet comes also. First of all, he gave them the Hama. And then he gives them uh, Musa. And he tells them, we didn't get divorced. I'm ready to redeem you at any time. <clears throat> Look what I did, all these miracles. I can do it in one second. I, don't, I didn't give you as a collateral. I didn't uh, 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 divorce you. But I'm waiting for Teshuvah. And then the prophet says, and I'm committed. What Olam reveals it to my ear every morning. Baboken, baboken. Hadushim to tell the people, and even if they hit me, I give them my cheek, and I give them my back, and Boreolam will protect me, Hashem Azordi. The last part of the Aftarah, he comes along and he says, Mi bachem Hashem. Who are those that have fear of God? That they're still in the darkness. He was still in the darkness. But the pasuk came true. They don't have any, any, any light. Which means he's giving them consolation. Now those people that they went into darkness. And there's no teshua for them. Let them put their faith in God. I heard from Mary Pinhasi recently. He said, you have to put your faith in God. What does it mean, faith in God? You have to trust. So he explained the inyan of trust like this. He said, if you have a father, and the father takes the baby, and the father takes the baby and throws the baby in the air, what does the baby do? He laughs. So Rabbi said, what do you mean, laughs? You'd be crying, throw him in the air. What's the explanation? That he always trusts that the father is going to catch the baby. He's not going to let him fall to the floor. So therefore, there's a certain imunah or imun that the child has. So he says, who does that to the Jewish people in the Galut? He throws us. He's throwing us up all sideways, all over the place. But the imun is, he's never going to let you fall. And ultimately, Abraham's going to catch you. Like a father always catches his child. And therefore, the prophet is saying the same thing. Even though we're going hashechim, we're in darkness. And even though in no galut, there's no, there's no bright light at the end of the tunnel. There's so many tzarot. Yiftach b'shem Hashem. Of course, the Gemara comes along and says, on this in the Gemara, the famous Gemara, that 
a person should not do his personal needs before he goes to pray in the Bet Knesset. So the Pasuk comes along and says that if a person, uh, uh, he went into the darkness to do, to do business. What should he have done? He should have prayed and have the in the Kadosh Baruch Hu. But the people sometimes say, no, I can't go to shul. I need to make a business. I need to make a sale. Bori Alam says, no, if you would have a betahon in me and come to the Bet Knesset and pray first and then go and do your melacha, you would have been successful. And now the Pasuk says, Hen kulichem. This is a prophecy that's coming true uh, in our time over here. He says, all these people over here that don't listen to the words of the prophet, kodhe'ish, they're throwing fire, they're throwing smoke bombs, they're throwing uh, cocktail, uh, what do you call it, Molotov cocktails, they're throwing fireworks all over the place. Me'azrezikot, they're throwing uh, lightning, uh, bolts of fire, they're destroying the whole world. Lechu be'or eshchem, that fire is going to come back on you. Ubezikot pi'artem, and you're burning the cities down with this fire. Miyadi haitazot lachem. It's okay. You're going to get it back on you. And your death is going to be a death of etzabon and de'aga. Shim'u elai rutfet tzedek. This is what we get the name rutfet tzedek. Those that are running for justice between man and his fellow man, and those that are doing the mitzvot, habitu etzur hatzavtem. Go look at your origins, the rock of your origins, where you hewn from. Ve'el makevet bor, go look at the, the roots, nukartem, the mountain that you were uh, taken from. Who's the roots of B'nai Israel? Look at this pasuk. Habitu et Avraham abichem. Go to your father Avraham. Ve'el sarat echonilchem. Ki echad kerativ ve'abarechehu ve'arbehu. So the pasuk over is coming along to say, Remember that you're the children of Abraham and Sarah. What's the explanation? So the Ben Ishai says something beautiful over here. He says, what does it mean that go to Abraham and Sarah, I blessed them and he multiplied. What's that got to do with us? You blessed Abraham, very nice. He multiplied, very nice. So he says that... One of the great features of the Jewish people is that we're separate from the Goyim. Hen am the badad yishkon. That we don't, even though technically we look like them, we dress basically the same way, we speak the same language. So people come along and say, what's the difference between us and them? Everybody's the same. Especially in a society that everybody's the same. But the pastor comes and says, what do you mean? You come from Abraham, you come from Sarah, you come from a different stock. So the Goyim come along and say, what are you talking about? Abraham Abinu comes from Terah. So therefore, what do you mean? You have a compromised lineage like everybody else. Sarah comes from Haran, also compromised lineage. Why do you start your lineage from Abraham and Sarah? The Chaurah, you have, uh, you know, your lineage goes all the way back. So the Pasuk says like this, that Abraham Abinu, when he separated from Terah, he was barren, he wasn't able to have children. And as a result of that, Avraham Abinu is not the child of Terah anymore. Avraham Abinu is the beginning of his own lineage. Because the fact that he couldn't have children, so basically Terah's lineage ends at Avraham. The Pasuk says, only after I blessed him, and as a result of that, 
So therefore, it's a new story. So you're not related to Terah anymore. That's what the pasuk says. Ki echad. He's one. He's the first one. You're not related to Terah. But you don't have the benefit. And Sarah, the same thing. That's why the imahot were barren. So you will not be able to meet Yahweh. So Yitzhak doesn't have a grandfather. Somebody asks you, who's Yitzhak? I mean, who's grandfather? You tell me, so he didn't have a grandfather. Who didn't have a grandfather? Do the biology. Yitzhak, Abraham, Terah. No, the person comes along and says it. Ele toledot Yitzhak ben Abraham, Abraham, Holid, Yitzhak. And that's it. Abraham, where's Terah? There's no Terah. It starts with Abraham. Why? Because of that, our lineage is only from the good, from Abraham and Sarah. The Ramzaychik over here found a beautiful Midrash Rabotai, and this is good for Shalom Bayit. It says in Midrash, Abraham the Sarah Shikunin Hayu. It's a beautiful Midrash. He says, in their marriage, they were Shakul. What does it mean, Shakul? In the vernacular that we'd say today, they're on the same page. And sometimes you have one, one person in the marriage, they love Hesed, they love to help. Another one, hey, I was helping, yeah, what are you doing? Enough already, and or vice versa, you know? But imagine you have a couple where they're both on the same page and they're united front and they both want to do the right thing. So he says, that was Abraham and Sarah. He says, more than Abraham wanted to have guests, Sarah wanted to have guests. So imagine you have a couple like that, you know, says, you know what type of power that is? Where together, they have a force that they're going to do the right things. Abraham says, siman tov le'olam. Will always give the tzaddik a good wife that can be his partner. You ever see he's a partner? Yeah. We just talk, you see these unbelievable tzaddikim where their wives are behind them doing hesed. They could change the world, these people. Only have a case, God forbid, an exceptional case where they're not on the same and they're fighting. And then, and the biggest uh, uh, proof to this story, he says, was. Uh, when Avraham Abinu, when the guests came over. So according to one Hazal, Avraham said, Kemah. Bring them Kemah. And what did Sarah say? No, Sole. So, uh, that's a good team. He's trying to make it easy for her. No, don't bring the good stuff. Give them Kemah. So, what do you mean? He's a guest. We'll eat the Kemah. Give them the Sole. So he says, you imagine when you have guests that come to the house and you see both the couple uh, behind the mitzvah, it gives the Ani a tremendous amount of... Uh, Good feeling. As opposed to when you see one of them is uh, nervous. Not, but you see both of them, are there, it, 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 it magnifies the chesed. So he tells a story from the, the Midrash. An amazing, amazing story. He says, the Ma'a says like this. Pamachat. Oh, the rabbis needed a nedava. They needed a, a, a donation. So... Uh, they said, all right, let's go to this guy. The guy used to go to Kalak Sadaqah. They're going to the guy. And they're over here. Before they knocked on the door, they hear him saying, the kids, uh, Daddy, what's, uh, what's for dinner tonight? What's for dinner tonight? So he says, uh, we're going to eat this very, very cheap vegetable. And not today's vegetable, because it's too expensive. We're eating yesterday's spoiled cheap. Don't forget about it. This guy's a kamsan. The guy doesn't he feeds his kids the leftover spoiled food. We're going to get to the car this guy. They forgot it. They went to the different house. All of a sudden, the guy finds out that they, was, they were collectors coming with Siddhakai. He sees the rabbis. How come you didn't uh, come to me? He said, listen, we heard that, uh, you know, you're giving your kids, uh, you know, whatever you're giving them. Uh, we said, you're going to give us a Siddhakai. So comes the Midrash and says, do me a favor. Uh, 
הדברים שביני לבין התינוק אתם יודעים. You know how I treat my children. והדברים אשר ביני לבין בוראי אין אתם יודעים. Which means I might be cheap in my house, but I'm not cheap to the tzedakot. I give tzedakah. The Gemara says on this, the Pasuk, the Midrash, the Mishnah Perkeavot, ויהיו עניים בני ביתך. Which means, treat your children like עניים, but don't treat the others like עניים. Which means, save on the luxuries of your house, so that you give the money to. Tzedakah, so what do you mean? I'm treating my children like עניים, so I give you tzedakah. He's doing me a favor, go to my wife, and ask her, tell her to give you something. So they go to the wife. So this is an amazing midrash. He goes to the wife, and they say, uh, your husband came along and said we should give. So what happens? Your husband said to give. She said, He usually gives instructions. He likes to give a, a, a bowl full of coins. But usually he says, either mehuka meaning fill to the top or heaping. Did he, did he say heaping or not? The rabbis say, you tell say heaping. Those rabbis were, so they said, listen, he, he, he didn't say. He didn't say. So she says, oh, he didn't say. He says, listen, he didn't say. You look like you're pee, you need the money. You know what? I'm going to give uh, heaping. If my husband said heaping, beautiful. And if he didn't, I'm willing to take it out of my ketubah. So they came home. The husband says, what did you give them? She says, heaping. He says, ah, Baruch Hashem, you gave it heaping. He says, yeah, because I didn't know. So I, 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 I backed it against my ketubah. So I'm doubling your ketubah now. So here you have a couple that is on the same page. Instead of coming over, oh, you gave them too much butter. They're working off each other. So that's why Avraham and Sarah, says Rav Zaychik, was so powerful in their, in their kindness. Because she had a, 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 a unified team. And that's what the Pazub is saying over here. That the greatness of Avraham was what? The greatness of Avraham was what? And Sarah, ki ehad keratif. They were one. Which means their marriage was one. They had the same... The same objectives, they had the same goals, they had the same she'ifot. And therefore, they weren't limiting each other. Each one was pushing each other, and that's how uh, they, they were able to, able to change the world. The last pasuk of the Abtarah, Chabaruch used to tell us, Chabaruch used to say, he said, when you have a, a, a marriage... And there's a split between the husband and the wife. The kids get messed up. And he gave very big examples of very, very prominent people that did tremendous things for Klaus. Tremendous. And their wives were on a different page. They weren't interested in all that community work that their husbands were involved in. And the children... There was a split. There, was like a, there wasn't a unified message in the family. So, look at Avraham and Sarah. Is there any... any any coincidence that they produce it's and the same thing it's Hakan Nefka they were on the same page they were on the same goals that's the that's the whole key of a, of a marriage to be united now the last pasuk over here with the Pirush of the Ramban Ki Niham Adonai Sion Niham Kol Horboteha what does that mean? Niham is past tense God consoled Sion 
He consoled all its destroyed cities. Bayasim Midbara, he placed the Midbar, which means Jerusalem was like a Midbar. And what did he place? Kaeden. It was like Gareden. Ve'arbata, and the open wastelands, Kigan Hashem. The question I ask, that's the Nehama. These wastelands were turned into beautiful cities for the Goyim. That's not a Nehama. The Nehama is going to be in the future, as it says, Sason In the future. That I understand. But the Pasuk of is telling us the Nehama was for us when we saw the Goyim living in the land and that God, we came into Eretz Yisrael and the mosque was over Yerushalayim and the Christians, the Crusaders were in Eretz Yisrael. So we came along and we said, that's our Nehama. But the Pasuk says, yes. Ki Niham Hashem Siyon. Niham Why? When the Jews saw that Midbara is Ka'eden and Arvata Ke'gan Hashem. So I saw unbelievable Ramban in Shira Shirim. The Ramban says, uh, a masham. He says, you have a lady, and the lady is nursing, and all of a sudden the baby's sick. So the doctor says, listen, as the baby's sick, you can't nurse. But she doesn't want her milk to dry up, because the baby's going to get better, so therefore she wants to have the milk when the baby's better. So she does all sorts of uh, uh, tricks to keep the milk flowing. Then you have another lady that she's nursing, and she has milk, and the baby dies. Oh, once the baby dies, now she does everything to stop the milk because she doesn't want to have the milk anymore. So he says, as long as the mother is working on the milk, you know that the baby has a chance. So he says, when the Jewish people were in it, said the shefa was coming down a tremendous amount. So he says, what happened? Once the Jewish people were kicked out of Eretz Israel, the mother is the Shekhinah, still wants to give the shefa, doesn't want the milk to dry up. So therefore, even after the destruction, when we saw the shefa still coming down, if Klaise would never return, let the milk dry up, let the shefa, let the shefa dry up completely. The fact that Bayasim midbarak ke'edin, ve'arbata ke'gan Hashem, for us already, that was a nehama. What was the nehama? The future. Sason That we said, if this is happening to the goyim, Sason for us in the future. That Borelam's keeping the milk flowing. Why is he keeping it? Because he doesn't want it to dry up. He wants Huh? Baby's not dead. So therefore, we've we got to keep the shefa going until, until we come back. So, by the way, it's a tremendous diuk that I'm basing because the beginning of the pursuit is past tense. Ki niham Hashem The nehama was already. When was the nehama? When we saw the goyim in the land. When we saw the goyim in the land and the land was flourishing and everything was... We say, you know what? If the Sherpa is still coming down in this land, that means the mother still has milk. Why is she keeping her milk? She must be keeping the milk for the sick child that's going to get better one day. In the future. And with this, Rabotai, I thought a very, very good explanation. We didn't have the Tigrim class this week because of the problems of the, of the Zoom, Gamzum But in the fourth panic, which we're going to learn this week, we'll conclude with this. David HaMelech says in the Tehillim, and he says, Natata simha belibi me'et deganam betiroshav rabu. David HaMelech says, God, I was very happy. Natata simha belibi. You know when you gave me simha when I got filled with joy? Me'et deganam betiroshav rabu. When I saw the goyim, they had a lot of tirosh and dagan. David HaMelech is happy. And the explanation is, yeah, when I saw all the berachah that God was giving to the goyim, 
That means God is still bringing Shefa, not for them, but one day we're going to come in their place and he didn't want the milk to dry up. So, when their Tirosh and Dagan was flourishing. And that's what the Pasuk is saying over here. When you go to Eretz Yisrael, Nabotai, and you see the Alein Velo Alechem, the Armenian quarter, and you see the Christian quarter, and you see the Muslim quarter, and you see, and you see they all have their prominent buildings, and they have their, you know, all the different places of worship. You say, right where the Beit HaMikdash was. So Adrabai, say, if they're having so much Beracha in this land over here, that means there's still a pipeline that's coming down over here. All we have to do is switch the, uh, you know, switch, 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 the, uh, switch, the, switch the tenant. And then HaKadosh Baruch Hu will do. And that's the Nehama Sasson, V'Simhaye Maseba, Toda V'Kozim Ram. Baruch Amen. Beautiful.